Welcome or welcome back to the Let's Talk Shit podcast where we talk about my life and lessons I have learned along the way. My name is Nadine and I am your podcast host. Thank you so much for joining in for another episode of Let's Talk Shit. Hello and welcome back to my podcast. Um, If this is your first time here, welcome. My name is Nadine and I am here to walk you through all the steps and lessons and the weird turns and twists of my crazy ass life. If you are back for the third time or second time, um, thank you for joining and I have absolutely loved everybody's feedback. I am so overwhelmed with the amount of messages that I've gotten from everybody and you definitely don't go unknown because it brings me, it brings like a smile to my face just to know that you guys are listening and, you know, whether or not you can relate to the topics or whatnot, you're supporting me. So thank you so much. And um, it has been a very therapeutic thing for me. The podcasting has kind of became my my therapy and I don't really like talking about myself and for whatever reason this kind of helps because it makes me feel like I'm giving kind of advice and kind of how I have seen things throughout my life and a lot of people go through the same thing and a lot of people don't talk about it. So in all these moments I was going through all this crap, I just really felt very alone and this makes me feel not so alone, especially to those who have reached out to me or that I've sat down and talked with and they're like, you know, I've been going through this and this and you tell me what you're going through. Like that is amazing. And I am, as I said, so overjoyed that you guys are here and listening and coming back for more. Um, I promise (laughs) we'll get deeper as I get more comfortable doing this. And I do want to do some like segments on kind of my childhood. Um, It wasn't the best childhood. It wasn't the absolute worst, but it wasn't, you know. It was an in-betweener, and there were a lot of bad times, but there were some good times, and there's some weird, messed up stuff, and uh, I got some stories. So stay tuned for those probably eh, probably in like the next month or two. I've been kind of trying to put stuff together, and I've also been working on an episode of Ghost of Boyfriend's Past, <laughs> so kind of going through certain relationships in my life that I have been in that really have affected me and kind of puts me where I'm at today and how I view relationships. And I know a lot of you want me to talk more about relationships and um, kind of give advice on that level. Um, So it's really good to know where you guys kind of want this to go because really I wouldn't be here without any of you listening and this is your guys' podcast as much as it is mine. So Please send any topics, any suggestions. If you have any questions or something that you want to talk about, I can talk about them. You will remain completely anonymous. I will not use names, but I can give you the best advice that I can for situations that I've gone through. And if I don't know, I have some friends that are willing to pop on the podcast as well, and maybe I can reach out to them and see if they'd be willing to maybe give some advice and Again, you would be completely anonymous, but I am opening that door for you guys because I really do appreciate you listening and I would like to help you as much as this is helping myself. So with that, let's get started. Um, 
kind of want to go through my last week, really. <laughs> the last week has been uh, interesting. It's been kind of like testing me a little bit. And I know we all kind of get to those times, but as I mentioned in my prior episode, I went through a lot of pressure and stress throughout the holiday season, and I'm not one to enjoy it anyway. So I've really been coming down off of that. And honestly, after talking about all that through that episode, it's made me come to a lot of realizations of like how I can handle things better and how I can better serve myself because like I said, at the end of the day, you are the only person who has to deal with you, no matter who else is around you. So your mood and your energy really reflects what you're bringing in. So if you're constantly looking at things negatively, like I was for a few weeks, you're just going to get negative and you're going to get negative outcomes because I don't know if anyone has really ever heard of um, the law of attraction. And I've seen it a lot, so I felt like I needed to bring it up. Like, I don't know what it is. But it's really true. So when you see, like, when you think of, I want this, then that's what comes to you. So, for instance, I saw someone share something the other day that was like, when you want a red car, all you see are red cars all over. And it's very true because you're attracting what you're bringing into you. So when you're thinking, like, when you, first off, when you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, my God, I look like shit. What's going to happen all day long? You're going to feel like shit. You're going to think everybody looks looks at you like you look like shit. And you're just going to have a bad day because that's what you feel like. And then you're going to binge and comfort eat or do something self-sabotaging because you're already on that level. But if you wake up in the mirror and you're like, I look really great today, you're going to have a really good day. You're going to be confident. You're going to walk into every room with confidence. You're going to have a smile on your face. You're going to say hi to everybody because you're feeling great. And that's kind of part of, to me, what the law of attraction is. It's really the kind of energy that you put out in the universe is the kind of energy that you're going to bring back to you. And the same goes for people. Like, if somebody around you is negative and kind of sucking your energy and you need to back away, I think that's perfectly fine. And I know a lot of us go through this and a lot of us struggle, especially with like our really close friends or like family or maybe a relationship you want to hold on to but it's no longer serving a purpose to you. Sometimes it's okay to throw up those boundaries. And I know it's really hard. And I had a really rough time over the years trying to like figure out what my boundaries were and figuring out like how to communicate like, hey, this is not working for me. And you do kind of have to read the room because depending on how sensitive that person is, I mean, it can hurt them. And we don't really want to hurt anybody necessarily, like hurt their feelings or anything. But sometimes to protect our own energy and our own sanity and our own mental health, like we need to do things that will benefit us no matter what kind of pain they bring. And that brings me to this week where I was on a, I was talking to somebody consistently and um, it came to a point where I was like, you know, it kind of blew up over the holiday season because of all the pressure and everything that I let get to me. And we ended up not really hanging out again. And I felt like I was always like, hey, can we hang out? Do you want to hang out this week? And I felt like an absolute burden. And I went through this over the summer as well with somebody where I was asking to hang out. And then they basically kind of yelled at me <laughs> for wanting to hang out. And it made me feel like an idiot and like I was annoying and a burden and eventually, I had to step away from that. And that's kind of where I went with this one, where I was like, I'm just going to take a, a break from us talking all the time. I'm confused. Like, 
it's hurting me mentally. Like I can't get through all of this and process like where this should be at when it's like nothing has really changed except for the fact like you don't want to see me. So I'm perfectly fine with talking to people and I'm perfectly fine with being friends. Like I never want to lose a friendship no matter what level or path it took. I want to come back to like the center and that's kind of where I'm at. So I like I had to throw up a boundary because I knew it was making me like think bad about myself. It was making me think like I was not good enough and I'm not smart enough or I'm not pretty enough. Like I had to protect my own energy and I have to get back to like my medium and where I find myself like almost beneficial in my mind because some relationships, I mean, every relationship should bring some sort of value to your life, you know? Like you don't want something that's not going to add value and you definitely don't want something that's going to take away anything. So if they're not adding value, making you better or just, you know, supporting where you're at or you guys don't like bounce off of each other like you used to, like just step away for a little bit. Like you don't have to not come back and, you know, just breaks are good. Breaks are really good to take, especially when you're confused about a situation. Sometimes when we're confused about a situation, especially when it comes to like rejection, and I know me especially, and I know a lot of women, I don't know how it is for you guys. This would probably be a good topic to talk about with a guy, like how you guys handle a rejection, because I know you guys get it a lot as well. But like it kind of like batters you down and you kind of, it starts a chase. Like you just want to chase because you want that person to accept you and it's not going to happen. Like you just, just stop. (laughs) Put down the phone. Don't like text them. Just walk away. Like if you walk away for like a week or two, you know, clear your mind and maybe revisit it. Maybe things are different. But like if you're constantly having to chase something to make it like give you attention, just don't do it. (laughs) Save yourself the embarrassment just like I had to several times and everything will be okay. But it goes back to setting those boundaries again because not only do we need to set boundaries on the outside, you know, but we need the boundaries inside as well. We need the boundaries to know Like, man, I've had a really rough day. I probably shouldn't go out for 10 drinks tonight at the local Buffalo Wild Wings. Like, let me just sit down, relax, and read a book, watch a movie. Like, you need to have that boundary where you can come back and breathe it out and just, you know, get to a good place because you can easily self-sabotage and um, it does not turn out well because then you start developing these unhealthy coping mechanisms. Like I no longer will drink if I am really upset, if I'm really angry or anything other than like positive or happy or like excited. If I'm stressed, I'll have one drink, like I won't go crazy or anything, but I've noticed that that is a boundary for myself to set because I don't want to develop any unhealthy coping mechanisms. So setting boundaries for yourself, setting boundaries for others, and it starts with also getting to know yourself a lot more, like what you can handle. So another example, I don't like repeating myself. I will repeat myself twice out of courtesy, you know, 
But if I really have to repeat a third time is basically when I'm getting to that point where I'm like, all right, (laughs) this is not working. Like I try and communicate a different way that second time, like how I can get it across. And if it's not coming across well, not to say it a third time, I know that I'm like, I either asked that person, I was like, did you not understand the first two times? Like I say it the nicest way possible, obviously not like that. And if they're like, no, I understood. I just want you to tell me again. And I'm like, absolutely not. That is my boundary. And I have said this several times before to a few people. I'm like, that's a boundary for me. And I'm sorry. Like, I just don't want to keep repeating myself. I'm going to tell you once. I'll tell you twice. But if I have to say it a third time, don't even ask if you already know what I'm saying. Like, I can't be that person to be like, I don't know, <laughs> tell you tell you something and you don't listen. And then I had to tell you again and you still don't listen and then I tell you a third time and then I'm just irritated and it's not fun for me and it just makes me not want to give any sort of anything. (laughs) So that's kind of like a bad energy thing for me and I think it's healthy to say that, hey, we need some boundaries here and nine times out of ten, honestly, that person is absolutely going to understand where you're coming from and they will be like, oh, I didn't know that. And then it just doesn't really happen again. And you can continue on with your day and that person is fine and you're fine. I think, like I said, the scariest part of anything, and as I mentioned this at the beginning, is that rejection. So like if someone is rejecting the fact that you have a boundary, A, that person is probably not very healthy for you and you should probably walk away because any healthy relationship does have to have their boundaries. And be maybe there's a there's a chance that maybe it came across not right so maybe step away for like you know a half a day or a day or even two days and come back and just say look I'm sorry if that came off wrong I just I need to be in a good place and that does not make me feel like I'm putting myself in a good place and for the sake of our relationship I want to be sure that we are happy and everything is good and then revisit it and then have those conversations. They're a little difficult to have at first and it's very difficult when you start to realize and pull out things that just don't work for you and I think that a lot of the issue is a lot of things that don't work for us is that we accept a lot of it and we keep accepting it and then it builds. And then we're putting all these little building blocks of negativity and like things that aren't working for us up and down, up and down. And eventually it gets too tall. And either we have this massive wall that's blocking us off from everybody and we just shut down or it topples over. and We have this massive outburst. <laughs> like, So being able to say, okay, this isn't working for me. Please don't do this. Or can we figure out a different way to do this? (laughs) And sometimes you have to think outside the box because sometimes that person does need that for their own relationship and that's perfectly fine. But if it doesn't work for you, then maybe you both need to sit down, talk about it, say, okay, let's figure out a different way to do this. Like in my prior relationship, I did not care that he like went out all the time. It wasn't a huge factor to me. Like Like I've said before, I like my alone time. I like you know, to unwind by myself. And I like that solitude. But it got to me, especially the first two years where like I would have, he wouldn't even check in. 
And I had to have that conversation. I had to be like, listen, I don't care that you're out and about whatever. All I care about at the end of the night is that you're alive. Like, just send me a smiley face. Just say goodnight or whatever. Like, I really care less what you're doing. Go to a strip club. Like, I don't care (laughs) anything. But all I want to know is that you are alive and well. And that was kind of a boundary for me because then, in my mind, it's not healthy for me because I'm staying up all night worrying first off. And then I'm getting irritated. I'm the one getting upset. And he's confused on why and doesn't know anything why I'm upset. And he thinks that he's not doing anything wrong because I'm like, no, no, go. And then I'm upset when he comes back and it's not fair to either one of us. So setting those limits and being having those conversations and coming to, you know, just like a general understanding of that situation. And that has a lot to do with conflict resolution too. And that's something I can get into in another episode, but it also has to do with a lot of like self-love and knowing yourself. Like I said, you have to be able to understand why something makes you angry. You have to be able to understand why maybe you're confused, why you're upset, why you're sad, and you have to look and you have to kind of break it down. So you have to say, I was very mad that day and it doesn't work. You can't walk around stomping your feet and have someone figure it out for you. You ultimately have to figure it out yourself. So once you come down from that high, from that fight mode, just unwind for a second, take a few deep breaths, and let your mind clear. Just let it clear, let everything go, and kind of go back to the beginning. Be like, okay, everything was going fine up until this point. And you look at that point and you're like, okay, well, what happened here? And then you start to look a little bit deeper at the problem. So you're kind of asking yourself why. I like to ask myself when I go into a problem, I like to ask myself why at least five times. Because if you're not asking five times, you're honestly not getting deep enough. Any, any five why questions, I don't have an example that I can bring up in my head right now. But ask yourself why five times when you come to that. And then you really do, every time you get into like these situations where they're, you know, your mood is affected negatively, you start to understand and you start to see the bigger problem. Like maybe you were just having a shitty day. Maybe that's what it all boils down to. Maybe you realize maybe when you wake up in the morning and you're having a shitty day to maybe back off a little bit or try and do something that's going to change your mood, affect you positively. Um, maybe, maybe you're just really irritated with that person. Maybe it's something that they did a year ago where it was the same situation and you didn't like how they handled it then and they're doing the same thing again. So maybe you need to revisit that again. But you also can't come to a person like super angry because they're not, you're not going to get anything out of it. So you need to go into it with a clear head when you're setting a boundary. And once you get to the point where you are comfortable and like, you know, exactly kind of where you're at with things and how this looks to you, then you'll be able to know like how you can either approach that in the moment. Like I have gotten to that point where I can, I can stop a conversation and there's no way that I'm going to yell or scream at anybody, but I'll just say, listen, this is not good for me and it's crossing a boundary. And I'm, I'm saying that out of respect for you and for me and for our relationship, but it's just not working. And then I'll come into it and I'll say, this is why this is my boundary because I, I, I'll use my three, 
I don't like repeating myself three times. So I'll use that example. I'll be like, I don't, I get irritated when I have to say something more than three times to somebody. And that's kind of crossing a threshold for me. And I know too that I'll kind of allow a person to overstep that boundary like two or three times. But if it's like something that's super consistent, then that's when I do know that I need to say something because I don't want it to become something that's going to continuously negatively affect me or affect that relationship that I have with that person. So, conflict resolution and setting boundaries and knowing yourself, especially when you get into those situations and what you can handle is huge. And it takes a while to figure that out. And you're never really going to figure out things overnight. Some things take time and boundaries really are one of them. And I talked a lot about like relationship boundaries, but there are so many boundaries that are even within ourselves that I think that we ignore all the time. And for example, um, I've obviously been working on like financial boundaries with myself. So having just ownership and agency over your own finances and your own assets and kind of understanding like, okay, I'm going out to eat too much. I'm going to limit going out to eat to once a week instead of every single night. Or I'm going to buy my food and prep it for the next week. That in itself is a boundary and creating kind of those like healthy habits and routines that you get yourself into. Um, the other thing I do for finances is like if I go out and I'm shopping, I like to window shop a lot. And if I like grab something and I'm like, oh my God, I want it. And if for one second it crosses my mind, do I really need it? I put it back because I don't. If I'm asking myself that question, it's not even worth the time of day to even buy it. And if I consider buying it, I've gotten into this habit where I put like half that amount into my savings account. So it kind of like grows and I don't really think about it because at the time, if I were about to buy that item, then, you know, I could afford it and I'll take half of that money and I'll throw it in my savings account. Um, boundaries are also creating kind of routines too. creating a routine for yourself. Like maybe you're like me, you do laundry every Thursday or, you know, you do, um, clean the house every Friday and every Wednesday. Um, you limit yourself on your phone time, which I need to start doing <laughs> just the boundaries that kind of negatively affect your mood and, and create this whole, like, you're not sticking to your other, like your goals. You're not sticking to your goals. Bottom line, like if something is not working, create a boundary. <laughs> create a boundary in your relationship, create a boundary within yourself. And there's different kinds of boundaries. I'm, I mean, I know that there's seven different types. There's physical boundaries. Um, there's sexual boundaries, uh, emotional and mental, which also have to do with relationships and with yourself, spiritual or religious. There's financial and material, time boundaries, like you know, I'm only going to work until five o'clock this day. And there's just the non-negotiables, the ones that there is nothing anyone can do or say that is going to take away that boundary. And a lot of us have that and a lot of us don't realize that we do, but there are just certain things that like if it happens, it's done. <laughs> like if you can't, you can't turn back time. Like you, you've either a you've lost the trust in somebody, or um, they've harmed you in some way, and you know that that's over. Like you have to walk away. So I think it's really healthy to kind of revisit like different situations too in your life that 
maybe you write down on a piece of paper kind of what made you mad at that moment. And you kind of maybe you look over last month, all the arguments you got into with your spouse or with a friend and you write down kind of what led to that. And you start to see a pattern because a lot of our boundaries aren't really as flexible as we think they are. And maybe that's something too that you need to work on. Maybe you need to work on being a little bit more flexible and kind of respecting someone else's space and someone else's like what they need in their relationships or what you need for yourself. Maybe you need to look at that picture. Maybe it helps to look at all those issues in writing and say, okay, well, the the common denominator here, as I've said in a few minutes ago is I, I repeat myself and it irritates me. And now I know like when I constantly am with somebody or living together or something, I will say like, hey, I get irritated after repeating myself several times. Like if you don't understand it, can you just say, please, I don't, can you reiterate? I don't understand it. And nine times out of 10, that person, they'll, they'll more than happily say, okay, um, and they'll do it. And it, it takes some practice doing it. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, they're, they're a separate person. I'm a separate person. But eventually it'll come down to, okay, I understand that person's going to get upset if this happens. Um, let me actually do what they, they asked me to. But you have to be the person to actually communicate that too. Like you can't expect somebody to read your mind and you can't expect somebody to know exactly like what sets you off if you're not very open with them. And that comes with a level of comfortability that does take time. But as you continually do it and you kind of see like what your threshold is and like exactly where that relationship is going, it gets easier. But I think it's really important to be comfortable with communicating those barriers and being comfortable to being flexible with some boundaries to an extent, not to anything that will negatively impact you, but getting yourself in the right mindset and the right um, like way to communicate your preference with things. Um, Another one with self is scheduling downtime. I think a lot of us, especially when we are so connected to social media, to Instagram, to whatever, um, I think it's really important to disconnect. And we very rarely do we set boundaries for ourselves in that. Even if it's an hour, even if it can't be an hour and it's just a half hour and you can spend time in a room with nobody else around, put your phone away. I know it's hard. Like you're constantly going in your mind and you want to check it, but you need a time for just you with no distractions, no interruptions. And you start to come to realization of a lot of things when you're constantly go, go, go. And you know, people are crossing boundaries or you don't even realize what they are. You don't have any downtime in your mind to process exactly what happened. So For example, when I asked for like a break basically and talking to somebody, like I need that time to mentally just decompress myself and kind of look back and and process different things that have happened over the last several weeks and figure out kind of where to go from there. And it really does help in terms of communication. It helps in terms of saying like, oh, this just doesn't work and it's not going to continue or it's just not right for me. Or maybe it's right for me. I want to work on it and figure out where it goes. But maybe I need to take 10, 20 steps back and and work that way. But um, yeah, just prioritizing your self-care, prioritizing you. Um, is is a huge thing that really will get to you and it really will help you understand where you're coming from and where the other person is coming from. Um, the other thing really too is like not being afraid to say no. I think it's 
for a lot of people, it's very easy to say no to other people, but it's really hard to say no to ourselves. That takes a lot of practice and it's taken me a lot of practice because let me tell you, I used to go into Target and buy everything imaginable. But now I know like when walking in there, I'm like, no, I am going into Target for 15 minutes and I'm out. Like that's it. I don't need anything other than what I came in here for. And same with Costco. Costco, oh my gosh. Every time I used to go in there, I would spend like $500. And now I finally got to the point where like I know which aisles to avoid. And even if I'm bored, I won't go down them. But I know where I need to go. And I know which line I need to go to get out of the store and just be done. Because I'll spend too much money. (laughs) And that's me not saying like no to myself. And also, as I said, like time with yourself alone, but also time with somebody else. Like, especially when you live together or something like that, you kind of get in this like complacent area. And I know I did in my prior relationship where you kind of almost become roommates. And maybe that time, like if especially if you live together, but maybe that time you like spend together, that boundary right there is like you go on a three hour date with each other on Fridays or Thursdays or whatever works for you. Like you have one date night where it's like you go out and you have fun with each other, but then you go back to your hustle bustle life. So that instead of me mumbling on and on because I could keep going because there's so many different ways that we can look at this. There's so many different ways to set them. There's so many different ways, like different relationships that we could look at. And I know that over the past week, I have thought about like boundaries a lot and like what I want in my life and and where I want my life to go. And that's that's a whole nother realm of boundaries that we can look at. But uh, thank you so much again for listening in. I, as I said, ecstatic that you guys are still here. <laughs> And I hope you guys have a fantastic week. And as always, I will be dropping an episode weekly. So I spot those on either Monday or Friday, depending on how the week is going. If for some reason I am going to miss a week, it will be communicated on my Instagram page. So please be sure to follow that. And again, if you have any questions, anything that you're seeking advice on, or maybe you want some insight on, please go ahead and send me those. As I said, you'd be completely anonymous and With that, I hope you have a fantastic week. Thank you for joining me in on this episode and remember to set those healthy boundaries for yourself.